Hey folks, this is going to be one of my quickest podcasts, but super, super effective. We're going to talk about situationships and how to take a digital break from dating. On top of that, remember the dating doc. It's part documentary, part doctor, because I'm healing you up from this journey called dating. Stay tuned and check it out. want to talk about this thing called situationships, right? Situationships where you don't quite want to hook up, but you're not quite ready for long-term, right? A little classier than a hookup and not as pressure, no much, not as much pressure and drama as long-term. Situationship, this is what I call it. So um, <clears throat> it's interesting because you see a lot of synonyms you, you look on uh, apps and you'll see not sure what I'm looking for or just kind of seeing what's out there. And, um, you know, this becomes the norm. Um, the, that middle ground has, has now become the norm. And here's my theory on this. So the reason that there's this middle ground is because people are not really ready to be vulnerable. They're not ready to put all themselves out there and get hurt or or risk getting hurt and being their true, true, true self and opening up to someone. They're not ready to cry with someone. They're not ready to have to practice their conflict resolution skills. They want it easy peasy, but they want to be respected. They want to feel exclusive to someone. They want to feel special. They want to feel like that person doesn't have him or her and some side pieces but they don't want all the quote-unquote drama of relationship. In some ways, I got it. I get this. Okay? Um, I've been there. I've been there where I want to meet a special woman, but I don't want her to having to worry about why I haven't called her or where we're going to go next or... Where are we at in our emotions and 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 what level of the relationship are we at? And why don't we communicate non-verbally and sound like a TEDx talk every time we talk, right? I, I may not want that. I've been there. But I also know that magical feeling, that good feeling of saying, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to chill out with one woman. I'm tired of all these apps. I'm tired of going out to these places. And I got to approach a woman that she's probably on the apps too. And she's already socially burned out both digitally digitally, as well as physically. She's all kinds of tired. And here I am, just another possible option for her. She don't even know if I'm treating her like another option. So, you know, there's just this mess out there that makes people want to get into this middle ground. This is what I call situationship. But here's the deal. A situationship is similar to me having a gym membership and saying, you know what? I know I'm going to use this gym to get in shape, but I'm only going to go twice a month. Twice, three times a month. Now, here's the deal. It takes about three weeks for the body to start changing. Three weeks of consistent working out for the body to either drop weight, to get used to the new muscle mass, new cardio um but if you're only going twice a month 
yeah, technically you go to the gym, quote unquote, but you're not really doing what you're supposed to to make those gains. So how does this relate to dating? Easy. When you go and you're in this situationship type of mindset, how do you expect to grow with someone if you're not taking the risk and saying, you know what, we're going to be exclusive. On top of that, if any issues arise, we're not going to tap out and quit. We're going to talk about it. We're going to grow together. Instead of the mindset of, if there's any kind of drama, I'm going to slowly ease my way out. We break up and two weeks later, I'm back on the apps. So situationship, got it. It protects you from that pain, but you're not going to take the risk in growing those relationship muscles, if you want to look at it that way. Now, every person out there, when they join an app, join an app, did I say an app? When they join an app, they probably do have this dream of finding this, the right person Right, that, that's kind of the, the goal of it. And even if someone's going in with just those casual hookup type of intentions, more than likely they're gonna find someone that they're gonna they're gonna catch feelings for. They're gonna feel like that person is special to them. But this is where they self-sabotage. They think, well, there's no way that woman's looking at me as anything special, and the vice versa. So I might as well just get the attention go on a couple dates, maybe have some sex, and then we leave. We, we get out of this mess and we're back to it. And it's just this never-ending cycle of like, well, it's a situationship we got. So either we, we kind of check in and check out every now and then, or we go all the way. I recommend people, and I know this is crazy because here I am, the single dating coach, give it a shot. Give it a shot to inspire hope. You know, if you're a healthy individual, you're not going to want to self-sabotage it. Give it a shot. That other person, they're counting on you to be an example for, for fellow single men and women. Give it a shot. Or don't at all. But this middle ground, this middle ground is this safe zone that gets you nowhere. You have to take that risk, people. If you don't take that risk, then what are you doing this for? Doesn't mean you got to get married. I don't want you, you to get it twisted. Does not mean that you have to date to get married. But give it a shot. Get you a partner in crime, okay? All right, people. This was recorded four days after Valentine's and about two months and a half after New Year's, New Year's resolution. We got to get on it, folks. I'll be back. So what did everyone do for Valentine's? Was it anti-Valentine? Was it Galentine, right? Gals, Galentine. Or did you have a legit dinner or special moment with a significant other? Uh, for me, it was all right. I actually had a really cool dinner with a friend and we um, I, I gave her like a fifth grade type of uh, Valentine's card. It was hilarious. You uh, look like a wine bottle. You push the button and it was almost like 
surprise you and scare you. And it was like a cork, like a wine cork. And uh, it would start singing the song because I'm happy, you know, that little Pharrell song. So did that with some, again, some great Thai food. And the great part of it is that it wasn't packed. It, was, it wasn't one of these places you needed three years to uh, to get a, get a table. And so that was a good Valentine's. And more importantly, it's my little sister's birthday on Valentine's. So she was out of town, waited until we got back. And we had some good food at this place called The Rustic here in San Antonio. Great, great weekend. Um, but yeah, you know, again, my philosophy is Valentine's every day. I mean, heck, I got a heart in my logo, red and white. Cupid 24-7-365, baby. That's how I do, shooting arrows of love, right? So let me know how your Valentine's was. Um, I'd be curious or, or what you what you think about Valentine's. Is it something that you celebrate? Do you think it's asinine? Do you think it's just a, a scam uh, for Hallmark and other companies, 1-800-Flyers to make money? Let me know what's up. What do you think about Valentine's? So in some videos, I've talked about digital detox, which basically means, you know, how to, how to detox from apps, social media, your phone overall, and sometimes even Netflix, because that's digital. But we're going to talk specifically about how to take a break from dating overall. It is highly important you take breaks. You got to get your mind fresh. You got to put out the right kind of energy out in this world. And part of that might be taking a pause and saying, you know what? I'm going to take a break. So here are some some signs, some quick signs that you might be getting burned out of dating. Number one, you start getting irritated by what people say, right? You get a message and it sounds swell and whatnot, but you just get irritated. Really, no, no particular reason. You just, you just, you get annoyed, right? Another reason you might be going through your options, right? Your matches, you're not putting any any work into messaging them. You may have matched with some quality, quality people, but you're so tired, it almost feels like a part-time job that you really don't even hit them up. They're just matches waiting on your on your queue on your list. And come on, you can't fool people. If you matched and you end up not talking, even after that person got the notification that you matched, you're wasting your time and you're wasting that other person's time. So that's another way that you can tell that you're getting just irritated of, you know, the, the digital dating piece of it. Another part of it is that those that you've made a connection with, your creativity with the messages starts dying off right you're witty you're creative up to a point uh the messages were a little bit longer a little bit more original and now you're at a point where it's a hello good morning good afternoon type of deal and you got nothing creative you're not sharing with them any articles not even memes it's just like bland nothingness and being someone that's been around the block that that knows about this, I teach this, I can tell when someone has gotten to that point where they're just bland and unoriginal, but something tells me they really are original. They have a lot to say. They're just burned out. They're just going through the motions. 
right? So th those are some signs. Those are some example signs of someone who's getting to that dating burnout, that dating fatigue, All right? So here, here's some ways to do this. First off, you're trying to connect with people in the real world, right? The app is a ways, means, and end to something, right? The end result is you want to meet them in real life. Either it's a casual, short-term thing, whether it's sexual, not sexual, or platonic, or it becomes long-term. But you have to have a goal in mind. If... Um, if, if you want to, just put your phone down for a little bit. Okay? And it could be literal. You could you could be like, I'm going to take breaks from my phone regardless. Walk around your house or apartment or outside. Just get your brain straight. Let, let those brain chemicals settle a little bit. Because some of you are phone addicts. Okay? With your dog, ear filters and all kinds of jazz and up on Instagram taking 50 photos until the right one looks good for you to post put that phone down for a little bit some of your digital crackheads put the phone down and take a walk why is this beneficial many many reasons it, like I said it resets your brain you can use your brain to think about other stuff okay and you say I'm bored I have nothing else to think about we got an issue there walk around think about some goals you want to accomplish Think about the next day and kind of what's happening at work and how you can make it a better environment. Think about your coworker. Think about a friend that you need to reach out to. All right, but get your mind away from the apps, from, from validation, from text messaging, from the abyss of social media. Just put your phone down. Okay, that's one way to do it. Another way is pick up a hobby. The same brain chemicals that you're wasting by not being creative on your text messages, you can do that through painting. You can do that through sewing. You can create your own workout. Uh, you can cook more. There's all kinds of stuff for you to do that's gonna make you more creative. So when you go and you text the right person, you actually got something to say. On top of that, your brain's gonna feel a lot more alive and you got a painting or, or something you sewn, something to show that person that you, you got a little more character than just being on dating apps and being all basic with your hi, hello, good morning, and good afternoon. All right, so that's another thing you got to look at. Um, why is this all important? Because you cannot let the technology rule you. You can rule the technology. Technology is man-made, Okay. And you have a lot more self-control than you know. So don't be one of these basic people that's always on their phone. All right. You want to be the new type of rebel? Put your phone down. Okay. Pick up a book. Be social when you go somewhere. If you don't want to be social, I don't care. Look around. You don't have, always have to be locked in on your phone. It literally causes sleep disturbance, anxiety, depression, all kinds of stuff because in a way you feel useless when you're just looking at your phone all the time it sneaks up on you so put the phone away for a little bit get a little bit of that dating detox going and just mellow on out and then get back on it